0: Hi, my name is Eddie Emiel. Hi, hello, my name is Anthony Gaeta, and this is Filmmaker's Filmmakers Review. Review. Alright, so today we're going to be reviewing the film Oppenheimer. Yes, the Barbenheimer wave that's going across the world. Alright, Eddie, what was your uh, main takeaway here from from the movie? Well, it's a much
1: anticipated movie. Uh For me, Christopher Nolan is my second best director. And what can you expect from Christopher Nolan? Great movie, great cinematography, it was
0: a great story, so, I mean, it's Christopher Nolan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he's done it again, you know, another instant classic, original here from Christopher Nolan. Um, so yeah, you know, it's a, it's a story about the American scientist Robert Oppenheimer and his role in the discovery of the nuclear bomb. You know, the one that ended the world war two, or at least it's credited with it. Uh, so yeah, I thought it was a really good film. It has a, you know, definitely a cinematic storytelling feel versus more of a documentary type of feel. And uh, yeah, Eddie, what was your next uh, point there? Yeah, like you're saying, and, and again, being Christopher Nolan, the
1: cinematography was outstanding. There were a lot of really tight, close up centered, I mean, just trying to portray everything that's going on in, in Oppenheimer's mind while doing,
0: you know, this bomb, you know what I mean? Yeah, the battle so. of morality and ethics and you know what what happens if this is if he doesn't do it someone else does it, it could be worse, yeah. could be you know like he he almost has to do it even though it's like one of the worst things in the world that <laughs> he could ever do. So all that
1: conflict, it was really really well portrayed there. The art design. Woof.
0: Was really good as well. Like yeah. the production design, uh, yeah. Yes, the production yes. value is like top notch, like well up there, very good. absolutely. Yeah.
1: And you know what? The truth of the matter is that it's not as expensive as other Christopher Nolan movie. It was just one hundred million. Right. While yeah. others like up there, I don't know, one eighty passes two hundred
0: million. Like Tenet or Inception or The Dark Knight. Yes. Yeah, yes. Were, you know, so well over hundred million plus.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the other thing, there was great acting performances by Cillian Murphy as Robert Oppenheimer, Robert Downey Jr. as Louis Strauss did an excellent job as well. Was that the general or the? The, the general, the general. yes, yes. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, who, who passed as the villain, kind of, you know, in this film, and Robert Downey Jr. just, Not just killed it. Yeah, he's not typically, he did kill it. He's not typically a villain. (laughs) I mean, it is not the typical villain either, but yeah, I, I mean, after he recruited Oppenheimer, then because of differences of opinion or whatever, he went against him and that was like a real, real conflict
0: there. So, was it? Let me ask you this. Uh, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, he is, would be considered a villain, but like you said, he's not a typical villain. So, I think it's more of him just trying to get, you know, like he had a quote saying that, look at me, I made it to the White House. You know, like I'm. I'm he's like secretary of the White House or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever he is, but he has an office in the White House. It, I think he states one time in the movie. So, to him, that was like his main goal, regardless of, you know, what happens to Oppenheimer or anyone else yeah, on the way. Like he. He brought up Oppenheimer and then he just, like, dropped him off. He's like, see you later. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm going up this way and I'm whatever happens to you, you know what I mean? And so. that's that's what mattered to
1: him. Just the power of, you know, just being in the White House and having a position there. That's all what it was about to him. So. Like getting to the top of his profession, so to speak. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. So, obviously, the movie also had great performance. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon and... The rest of the cast, which were a lot of great names, they all performed really, really well. An interesting fact is that um, I think practically all of the actors took less money than they normally make just to... Be in a Christopher Nolan film, to be you know part what I mean? That. Yeah. So, so that goes with Christopher Nolan's fame. You know, <laughs> but after that, it's like, you know what? Okay, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't have to work a day more in his life because of exactly. all the money he's made already. Uh, with with Avengers and and all the royalty he keeps getting, you know. But um, oh, the MCU, the Marvel, yeah. Yeah. Would but, you say that they
0: essentially then would would worked on this movie for the credit, you know, like or, you know the, the experience or the, credit uh, the of experience saying, of saying, hey, you know, I worked yeah, with the man, you know, <laughs> with Christopher like Nolan. So you know, I'll work with Christopher Nolan for just meals and I didn't say this, but you know, they're probably <laughs> oh yeah. like, I'll, I'll work for Christopher Nolan for you know just meals and credit and for peanuts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's all I, uh, Oh, man, uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you've done some work you've repeated before. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> we, we, we sure, you know, it's, uh, it's not, it wouldn't be unfamiliar to them. Uh, so, yeah, like I had said, uh, Chris Nolan, you know, he's done other classics, you know, like from The Dark Knight, Tenet, uh, Inception, <laughs> stuff like that. And uh, also, I want to mention this film here it reportedly has zero CGI. You know, it's in quotes, like zero CGI. So, you know, they they really did remake the explosion, the, the nuclear atomic bomb. There, it, it really did happen. I think it was like in, a, in some sort of aquarium or tank or something. You know, uh, in a controlled environment, of course, without the nuclear aspect, just the explosion part. Uh, so that was cool. And I guess most of the other uh, effects were were actually created in real life to be seen on the screen there. Yeah, when uh-huh. you have a
1: lot of money, you can do that type of thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: So yeah. So.
0: Another thing about this film, so like for a moment, you know, I actually like was really entertained and like got caught up in the cinematic feel and it just, it felt like I was, you know, watching something new, you know, even though I know like this happened 50 years ago, I remember learning about it, you know, I know this happens, that happens, the war ends, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But at some point I'm like, oh yeah, wait, this is like based on, you know, I'm like, what's going to happen next? Like it is very like a thriller, you know, edge of the sea type suspense, uh, you know, there's a suspense factor. you know, it's, it's, that, that's what I mean when I say like cinema, it's a very cinema, um, cinematic, uh, <laughs> cinematic, it's a, the cinematography is really good Yeah. Uh, in that yeah. aspect. The angles, the camera, I, I think there might have been an arc shot when they were in like a, a library or a, a, a classroom setting, you know, a class setting, there was like, they're arcing around the room, gives you a really, I had a really good um, conceptual idea. Um, uh, Uh, idea of what was going on, you know, of the geography. I I guess it's called like establishing the space is what, um, you know, when when you're on the other side of the camera, when you see what the camera sees and you still have an idea of what's going on, you know, in in the camera world, you know, like what's over here, like stuff you're not able to see, like you still know kind of where everything is at, Mm -hmm. you know, the GPS coordinates or everything, you know, you kind of know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Emily Blunt, you know, she's is Katie Oppenheimer, the wife of uh, Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. so she mm-hmm. mentally had to go through a lot, you know, dealing with her husband, who, uh, you know, they lived in like this village that was made just to essentially research and build this nuclear bomb, like just a brand new town and, and somewhere in America, an unknown location, but, uh, yeah. off the grid, so to speak. Uh, what about you, Eddie? Yeah. What's next on
1: No, I mean, the only thing that I found... I'm, my favorite genre is action. <clears throat> so, obviously, this is a drama and it's a three hour drama. So, for me, it felt a little bit long, <laughs> specifically because it doesn't have much action. You know, you, you're in the movie always expecting that moment where, where the bomb blows up for the first time. You know right. what I mean? And that took quite a long time.
0: It was a lot of buildup, yeah. Like, yeah, it a lot of goes through
1: extreme detail of what happened in the story, specifically, like when he was. It was not a formal court, but he was being interrogated by all these. I don't know if they were congressmen. A lot of, a lot whatever, of stories going on. Whatever, yeah. yeah. But but while while that was happening, was like. Very detailed, all the questions that they made to him. So it felt a little bit long for me. The
0: interrogation part was a lot for you, uh, not the interrogation. I mean, all the it, details and just yeah, yeah, the side yeah. stories. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I so, mean it, it. It also did you know it it, it did have the cinematic feel, but also the movie is based on true facts. So mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it does serve as a good history of America during World War era. It's like a if like a student was learning about the World War Two and you know what ended it, this movie would definitely you know have all those details. I'm, I would think. Yeah, yeah, it's like everybody knows that that happened,
1: but very few knew, including myself, obviously,
0: what exactly went on to get there. You know what I mean? The sacrifices. It's like limiting the casualties. You know, like you know, you gotta do. You have to do something, and also. Trying to limit the casualties, you know, bad things are going to happen because of what's going on in the war and everything. But they were just trying to um, ensure that less things, less bad things would happen at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and all the scientists
1: that had to be recruited and yeah. different
0: places. So they're like, you know, why don't you know? Well, why don't you want to do this? Like, like at first, most of them were like, I don't want to do that. And they're like, well, you know, if you don't do this, then no one's going to be alive anymore. Kind of thing, you know, kind of thing. It's like, Somebody you know, else is gonna do it, and
1: they're gonna kill us,
0: or something. Right, they're gonna use it on us instead of <laughs> you know, us potentially using it on someone else. Yeah. Or, you know, America is potentially using it on someone else. Uh, they'll do it on. They'll launch the nuke on on America. So three, my three main, you know, points of this movie were that, or the uh, the side plots actually of of the movie were kind of you know there were several things going on like I did say like the interrogation you know also. So basically, it's like a physicist uh, trying to just master the quantum uh, mechanics, the the quantum physics theory. So it kind of reminded me of Ant-Man, you know, the quantum mania, like the really tiny world that exists, you know, the invisible um, uh, world that we're not able to see, but that is still there. It's so also a country trying to properly plan for the um, the future and also trying to limit the the casualties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there, I mean there's like a love a love story which is on every movie's checklist. So those are like you know, yeah. the, the three main yeah. it had a beginning, a middle and an end. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Speaking of of love, they, <laughs> 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 differently than other Christopher Nolan movies, this one had several sex scenes in it.
0: Well, I hear sex is coming back. Like uh, from a person, like an individual, told me that you know the sex oh, is yeah. coming back to the so, so, Oh yeah.
1: So for sure, it came back for Christopher Nolan because again, he normally does not do a lot of them. There were there were quite a few specifically where they're having sex while everybody's being interrogated. Obviously, this is like the Perspective, yeah, of of Kitty, right, which was Oppenheimer's uh, wife. Like she, she knew he was having an affair. Uh, he just said it. He said he was having an affair. So she was imagining, well, this is happening right there. So they're having sex with all the people and, and whatever. So 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 that that was interesting, and and she's going through all of that. But the truth of the matter is that Oppenheimer had an affair
0: with. Her. Her with, with his wife no, while she was still married. Well, more than one affair, I believe, as well. I yeah, mean, he was like known for you know being that type of guy. But I think the 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 reason for that kind of picture that they wanted to paint from Kitty's point of view, Kitty Oppenheimer, was like you know she just got, heard this information all all her personal you know everything that was going on between her and her husband just got thrown it, out it's there. It's out there, like, there, yeah. At like yeah. like essentially a court, in a, in court, you know, they're at not a trial, but it's essentially a court where there's like you know lawyers and stuff and. Um, so it was like, you know, her, like her feelings, boom, right there. Like she, you know, just exposed, just exposed, yeah. And yeah. it was like overlaid and, um, so, I mean, it was a really good way to kind of get into the feelings of, of what that might feel like, uh, of yeah uh the wife of someone who's that that's what
1: you get when you screw up while you're married with a guy <laughs> well
0: yeah i mean he's like he's learning all this stuff you know and well he's also been battling with you know the physics of you know the world like his he has, he's doesn't really get much sleep throughout the movie he's like learned all these physics you know uh, um things are going through his head like the shaking you know the world the uh, gravitational weight you know there's, there's just so many things that are you know from mm-hmm. the, the physics standpoint of, of quantum physics and the, the quantum theory and all that. Yep. And he still has to be social and you know conduct himself accordingly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at, yeah. You know, in a work environment, and all that. It's
1: it's it's one of those things smart for some things and other things like ah you know take some risk there. <laughs> the other conflict uh, was that uh, Oppenheimer was like. Kind of involved with the communist party, so that was part of the major well, was it, conflict right there. Was it Kitty or was it him or like it was Kitty, but he gave money to, to to the party. And also his his mistress, right? Um was a communist. And so that brought some, you know, some conflict to the story that was that was part of it. It's like, hello, you're building an atomic bomb for the United States, you know, and you have relatives, even his brother by the way.
0: Oh well yeah they actually a communist. communist. Well they ended up hiring his brother. Like he yeah, he yeah. wasn't communist in it. Like he, he was not yeah. communist anymore whatever that's called. Yeah.
1: communized. <laughs> <laughs> At some point he was. Yeah. So anyway, so let's wrap it up here. Anthony. Uh,
0: yeah what are I'll your final thoughts? So my final thoughts, you know my, my last take here is basically you know good us. Uh, uh, what is it? Sad story, good movie. Uh, I feel like I'm feeling I'm gonna be saying that a lot here um, with these movies that are coming out. You know, just uh, based on the true stories, there's a lot of bad things happen that are true. Apparently, not so good things. Um, but yeah, I mean, really good cinematic, uh, cinematic. The uh, movie had a good feel to it. Good, good way of telling a story. Uh, very captivating, and the lighting was always good. The, the dialogue, the words that were spoken. You know, the actors who are paid to speak. Uh, let them speak. Uh, th- those words were good. Um, but I just want one quote. Was you know uh, the general Matt Damon? He's like, uh, "There's a near zero chance of human annihilation if the bomb goes off because uh, it's all theory." So then Oppenheimer's like, "What do you want for just theory alone?" And the General <laughs> Matt Damon, he's like, "Well, zero would be nice." You know, like so basically, at the time this bomb went off, there was no proof, or they didn't know if it was going to take out the whole world, you know, and human uh, existence. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah overall I'd say I'd give it uh, an 8.5 overall a good movie and anyone all right
1: yeah I mean again it's a Christopher Nolan movie with a huge budget it's it's good the only thing again for me is that it it felt a little long again coming from a person that likes the action (laughs) so I'll give it an 8 yes very good all right everybody don't forget we have our own award-winning film, Attraction Man. Go ahead and check it out. It's on YouTube. We have the link below. Click it, check it out. You're going to like it, and we'll see you guys on the next one.
0: Thanks again. Like and subscribe. Take care. All right. Bye-bye.